This is vitamin C, and uh, I am pissed off. I knew you butt fucks would do that. I called back after my story about the uh, Katy Perry blow-up doll to say that uh, we were pretending to uh, double-team it. We weren't actually double-teaming it. I knew you would do that. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. Get down on your knees and kiss this man's feet. I'm Lance Wackerly. If I was that dude, I'd be dreaming of boobs. We're going to stay here all night if we have to, so let's get started. Uh, can I go when this starts to suck? Good evening. Welcome to Sticking Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wacker? Uh, nothing. What's up with you? You know what you should be saying? You should be saying, Happy New Year, D, and consider it prick. I don't pay any attention to that shit. It's a fucking Jewish holiday. Today. Yeah, Jewish... which, of, which of the 50? It's Yom Kippur, probably the, the most important Jewish holiday. And instead of being at synagogue, like a good Jew, I'm, I'm podcrafting. Did you dip the apple in the honey? That was last week. <laughs> See? <laughs> that proves my fucking point. So what was last week? That's a euphemism, too. Um, the Rosh Hashanah, that's the Jewish New Year's oh, last week. Oh, what's this one? I already forgot. Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement, where you so atone every for week your sins. There's a, every week there's a Jewish holiday, one or two, and I'm supposed to remember them? Well, you're supposed to remember the big ones. These are the High Holy Days. Oh, now I'm supposed to remember them and also rank them in my head? <laughs> what am I talking about? I'm a terrible Jew. I'm sitting here podcasting Look, with you rather than being yeah. at a, a temple, atoning Look. for my sins. <laughs> The holiday that all the goys remember is Hanukkah because it's during Christmas. So Which is not even an important to live with holiday. That. I mean, it's that's not even just, a holiday. But no, it's just not even an important holiday. Like Yom Kippur, Fuck is you. An important holiday. <laughs> that's what all collectively from all the atheists and Christians and other religions of the world to you, the Jews. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm supposed to be atoning for my sins, which I think is what this podcast is all about. Actually, this podcast is probably a sin. I thought this podcast was going to be all about football. I was told you we were going to talk about football. Well, yeah, but first I was going to – I was expecting you to say Happy New Year, D, but you are um, completely it's not selfish. The New Year. It's, it's the middle of the fucking – it's just New it's Year's the middle of the, It's the end of the summer. The New Year is January 1. It's 5754. Have you looked at a fucking calendar recently? <laughs> What's the first page say? It says the January. Jews, the Jews get to celebrate New Year twice because we rule. <laughs> We do. Um, Shadowy cabal of Jews that rule the world. I've heard of that. Not only is it the Jewish New Year, it's also the opening of football season, which is more important than the Jewish New Year. Last week was the opening, right? Yeah, last Last Sunday. Sunday. uh, Last Sunday was the official. But there's all those preseason games that people get confused about. Here's how you know it's the preseason, because you watch the game and you're like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> yeah, I know, Where's exactly. the famous quarterback? They're never out there in the preseason. No, because they don't want him to get hurt. They play like exactly. maybe three plays in the beginning, and then the rest yeah. of the game is just like, you know, the the new the rookies and the uh, new drafts. Everybody in the Bay Area is not excited about the Raiders because they're terrible perpetually, they but they are the excited opener. about Colin Kaepernick, who they think is going to be like the next Joe uh, Montana. Joe Montana. They think he's going to be a dynasty. 
That guy is the 49ers quarterback that uh, stood out last year because he replaced Alex Smith. But what's funny about Colin Kaepernick, have you he's heard young, him? He's young, he's got tattoos, he's supposedly a very hard worker. Have you heard him being interviewed? Uh, I think so. He's a fucking idiot. Like, just, well, he's, he's just a jock. Well, he's a jock, yeah. I mean, but He's hard working, though. Hard. Yeah, but some of them. Like, <laughs> the other thing I don't, I don't like, he always, he's constantly running the ball himself. And every time I see him doing that play, I think of that running faggot song from, uh, <laughs> from, <laughs> from Kids uh, in the Hall. <laughs> Kids in the Hall. But okay, he, I can't, it's, a, it's like a Pavlovian response. I just get <laughs> runs through my head every time I see him run. Because I, I don't like it when quarterbacks run. Like, do your fucking job. Either pass it or hand it off. Yeah, but sometimes, I mean, it's exciting because it's, it's, you know, he's a It's exciting if a quarterback player. does it, like, one, once in his career or once a season. But when the quarterback's doing it, like, four or five times a game, it just makes me think you're not a very good quarterback. And, and they're also going to get injured and their, and their gonna careers are going to be cut, cut short. Um, what's funny about, uh, about Kaepernick, and it makes me think of Joe Montana as well, how, why do you think Joe Montana isn't an announcer? You know, how come when he retired, he was an announcer like yeah, he's uh, like Trey because he's, he's an also idiot a drunk. too. Yeah, yeah it, that's that's what's funny is like there's certain players they can do, like Michael Strahan. Like I'm amazed that he was able to segue into a career on uh, the the show with whatever he took over Regis's uh, um, position. Yeah. when he did a lot of announcing too before that, right? And he's an announce he's an announcer on the weekend whatever the NFL weekend thing on ESPN. Mm-hmm. But Joe Montana, who's like probably one of the most famous quarterbacks in NFL history, just does Skechers commercials. And you know, he gets I, drunk and, and makes, like, fumbling passes at women who then report it to TMZ. But you know, maybe this is a little bit of a segue. I hope you didn't have any more actual football talk to say. But, uh, so, like, all of our female listeners right now are turning off the podcast. Exactly. Much like they do every Sunday. You know, that, that's what I wanted to bring up is – so I watched the 49ers game the opener against green Bay last week at my friend's house. And he had a few people over and there's, there's, it was like four dudes and one girl. And this girl like had zero interest. I would say negative interest in the football game itself, mm-hmm. uh, but yet she wanted to spend time with her boyfriend. Right. And was there, did you guys have snacks? Those can be interesting for people who aren't into the game. Just eating snacks. She, she made snacks. She made tacos. She nice. had guac. Um, she brought out some chips and salsa and we were watching the game, which is, you know, which is fine, but you could tell that she wasn't interested in it. She was on her iPad watching something. And then she kept chatting with me about, you know, who am I dating? Uh, you know, th- there's different minutiae about my life. And I was just, I'm trying to pay attention to the game. I'm also talking to her and trying I was thinking like, yeah. And I, I was just thinking like, why, why wouldn't you just go shopping or, or do something that you enjoy doing rather than spending time watching a game that you hate? <laughs> and it made me wonder, like uh, most, most women, like when football season comes around, are they, you know, like it's, it's a good, like what, four months of them just, uh, the term is being a football well, widow. Mean, like their life well, suddenly becomes special, empty on it's Sunday. It's a special extreme case. Well, of a girl who doesn't like football at all is either married to or dating a dude who's really into football, which which then at that point when the for the guys that are really into football, it actually starts with the draft, I would think, which is like way way before. I guess well, it's that's like, like little... in April or May, and yeah, yeah, like they they deal with that, but but then uh, you know it, all of a sudden it starts up in uh, August, but it makes me wonder: Are there any true female football fans? Like, do you think women actually? Enjoy football. 
I think there's four types of girls in relation classified in relation to football. There's girls who fucking hate it, who just hate the concept. If they see an ad for football, they're just like, oh, I'm so disgusted. Then there's the girls who don't care. Uh, they're just completely indifferent. Completely indifferent. Then there's the girls who enjoy it. Like, oh, yeah, I'll go to the bar and watch a game and drink some beer and watch the game, whatever. And And then there's the girls who are like overly aggressively into it like trying to be to emasculate any man by showing how much no, more they demonstrating know demonstrating their knowledge of demonstrating football. their knowledge yeah. of football you know like challenging you to football trivia contests well the third the third category that you mentioned there is the the casual female fan those right. girls are like yeah you know it's fun to watch because i get to spend time with my boyfriend right and i think i would, I would prefer to watch sex in the city but i have no problem with it yeah, I think um, the, the my friend's uh, girlfriend from last Sunday is would fit into that category. It's like, right. you know, she's and like, then there's whatever. gradations in between those also, right? Although the girl who really hates football is kind of off on her own. Yeah, just you know, she, it's just you, football's that, an like anathema to her. Yeah. She just absolutely right. despises the sport. And just with that whole season, she's just, you know, in a horrible mood. By the way, there's guys in all those categories, too. Like, like the guy that I think of is the guy who's like, you're like, oh, did you see that game? <laughs> With all the shit going on with Syria and the Middle East, like, how can you think about football? Like, whoa, okay, goodbye. And then there's the guys <laughs> who are like, you know, I have band practice on Sundays, and it's, yeah. you know, this is just something I'm not that interested in. Sports, right. who cares? You know, yeah. the, the hip dudes. You know, that, that's one thing I run into a lot. It's not the girls that just despise football, but girls are like, it's just pointless, really? You're into sports? Gross. Uh, like these you're, hip you're, one chicks. Of those, you're a sports liker. Yeah, like which, which team do you like? Well, I find that that happens to me a lot with a lot of the girls that I hang out with. Is I have to be a closeted football fan. Like I'll make an excuse about what I'm doing on Sundays rather than say I'm watching football. You know, it's, just, not, it's definitely not a skinny jean, tight t- tight band T-shirt type of thing to do. No, no, and, and they, 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 you know, they, they, they castigate you for doing it, and they look down upon you, and they, and they feel that, oh, you're a jock? Really? You're into football? I right. never would have guessed that you would be into football. And so I was like, yeah, I do like football. I played football in high school. You know, went to football games in college. I like football. And also, the, the fact that Los Angeles doesn't have a team exacerbates that, I would think. Oh, exactly. And, like, girls are, you know, like, um, you know, like, tomorrow I'm supposed to go on a a, a lunch date with a girl and she and i kind of i'm a little upset about it because the lions are playing at like five lions are my favorite detroit lions are my favorite team and they're playing just so casually tra- take her somebody place for lunch that has football on I, I know where that i've already planned this out there's a place Good called job. birds up the street that has decent food but they also have like you know a few television screens playing the game there so you I'm, go yeah i'm gonna try to do this so i can watch the game but also hang out with her it's a difficult thing for the hipster dude who also likes sports. You got to strafe the line here. It's difficult. <laughs> so anyway, uh, getting back to female fans. Man, did you hear that little violin? <laughs> getting back that? to female fans. The reason I wanted to talk about this is I, I read an article recently in uh, Business Week about how the NFL is wooing female fans currently. And I mean, they're really concentrating on well, this. Any, any type of... Uh, I can't think of a word, but any any type of entertainment, uh, you know, form is constantly trying to increase their market share. Well, yeah, right? I mean, they increase their. You got to go after the. You you can't like. Well, how can we make football fans love football even more? I mean, like, no, they're all already watching. So you got to go for the untapped markets. So 
The league's vice president for fan strategy here, Pierre O'Reilly, claims that 45% of the 60% or of the uh, 185 million American uh, football fans are women. 45%. That's almost half. Which has to be bullshit. I mean, just on the face of it, you just have to be like, no way. That is a, that's a manipulated statistic or something. There's no way that many football fans are female. No I mean, possible I guess, way. Well, I think go, he, go to any place where football is being watched—a bar, an actual game, uh, your friend's house. It's not ha- half the people there are not women. Well, he claims that you have to make a differentiation between avid and the casual fan. But you know, I like my, my friend's girlfriend it's from like, last it's like week. They, it's like they took a poll and were like. Have you seen a football game in the past three years? And girls are like, well, yeah, I walked by a TV and it was on. Or like I watched the Super Bowl. And so they counted that person as a football fan. Well, my friend's girlfriend from last week, I I wouldn't even count her as a casual fan. Like she was completely disinterested in the sport. I mean, she didn't even care what was going on. She she liked the the guacamole and she liked, you know, eating food and, and, Mm. you know, reading or whatever it was that she was doing on her iPad. It'd be interesting, like during an ad, just be like... So who's on the offense? And she'd be like, what's the offense? <laughs> what well, does that even mean? But, but that's what I'm saying. It's like this guy is probably counting a girl like that who's you know, participating in the viewing of the football game as a fan, whereas she's not. But anyway, they're actively pursuing this demographic. And so what they recently did is in, uh, in Marie Claire, which is like a – I don't know. It's like probably a 20-something girl publication – um, yes, I thought it was for middle-aged women, but you pointed out book. it's actually yeah. – yeah, I was confusing Red Book with Marie Claire. Marie Claire's like uh, – you know, once women have uh, you know, gone beyond 17, they, they could venture into Marie Claire and Cosmo territory. But when they had I a... was 17, <laughs> I changed my magazine taste. <laughs> they had a 16-page supplement entitled The Savvy Girl's Guide to Football. 16 pages, lord. Yeah. And they had uh, apparel from the NFL's new women's collection, which has really, the point of this jersey. article is how how to land a man who's into football. Right? Exactly, is that how the to, subtitle? Yeah, it's like how to land like a uh, a lawyer that's into football. Because any girl who's really into football would be just reading like uh, Sports Illustrated, right? Or, or yeah, if they're actually a, a real fan or Sporting News right. or something. But they had full page ads for the NFL's new women's collection, party hosting advice, including. <laughs> Oven-roasted kale is a chili topping, and a primer on football terminology. Wide receiver... I would be offended if I was a woman. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's so condescending here. (laughs) Wide receiver equals guy who catches ball thrown by the quarterback. (laughs) Do you think they they need to learn some key phrases in order to land that mate, that wealthy husband who's a big football fan? Yeah. Or a football player. I mean, that's that's the jackpot. Well, the, the um, you, then you milk them for all their money and divorce them. The NFL's director of consumer products has said the Marie Claire article wasn't at all condescending. It was know the X's and O's of football. It's coming up. Let's all get excited. So their their new tagline for print and TV ads is together we make football. So they're really <laughs> trying to to form a union here with the the female and male fans. So it's not something that plus it sounds us like bros like do. Me- it sounds like they're like conceiving a child. <laughs> together, men and women come together, <laughs> fertilize the egg, and give birth to a football. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. Congratulations! Ah, ah, it's a what football the fuck baby. is that? An anthropomorphized football that could like talk and move. Oh man, and I'm cry. sorry, but 
your child is a football. <laughs> well, so you know what they have now is uh, so so now they they have these replica jerseys that are form fitting NFL branded clothing. They have well, men the, can appreciate that. Well, yeah, I think that works. I think it's kind of sexy. They have the and low uh, cut, like the V neck goes way down to their belly button. I'm into that little cleavage. Um, they have the Fanicure nail polish sets. That oh, I have to draw the line there. It's some <laughs> stupid fucking word called a Fanicure. Um, branded merchandise that includes toasters, wine bottle holders, salt and pepper shakers, yeah. cheese boards. W- women love toasters, by the way. <laughs> buy, buy your girlfriend a toaster the next time her birthday comes around. See how much sex you get after that. And other paraphernalia for what it calls home gating. So the women can make food for the uh, male football fans. Is that also not very condescending? Is that not condescending? It's ridiculous. I mean, I, I Plus, imagine men, men don't want the woman out there at the barbecue. Like they want to do that before the game. Well, but, but also, I mean, it's like, I mean, do, is that the way it works with most, you know, American households? Like the men are just sitting there drinking beer, watching the football game and the women are just serving them food. Like, is I think, that yeah, how it happens? I think so. I, think, I mean, if you took the average football, household that was watching football across the whole country, including the Midwest, yeah, that's probably what you're going to see. Well, but so now those are the women who actively participate in their husband's leisure time on a Sunday. But then there's also the women who feel that now their Sunday is gone. Their Sunday time that they spend their Sunday husband. And it's not just Sundays. It's Saturdays, college games. Sundays, NFL. Monday night, there's a game. And, and, and just last Thursday year, nights. the year before, they, the NFL just turned the knife a little bit more into these women's guts. And they added Thursday night games, right? So now these women, their lives are you know, irrevocably changed. Completely disrupted. Completely disrupted. For, for like you said, four months of the year, a, a third of the year. Five months, really. I mean, yeah, it's like a third of the year that they're, they, they're considered to be football widows. Their relationship is dead a couple days a week. And, so, and, and funnily enough, you know, your sister just got married last year and tragically, like not last year, last week, two weeks yeah, ago, two something weeks like ago. that. Tragically, <laughs> three weeks into the marriage, she's now widowed. Exactly. My sister is the epitome of a football widow. My she sister is cat- she's category football. one, first of all, in her relationship to football. She fucking hates it. And Big Jer is category five football fan. Like, He's he a does likes nothing more. Big Jer is not only a, a devoted football fan, he keeps like books of stats. He does fantasy football, which is basically Dungeons and Dragons for jocks. He plays Madden he plays on Madden. Xbox year round, right? You know, he has his own draft for his fantasy Madden team that he spends like well, you know don't hours. Don't get him confused. Doing. Madden is not fantasy; is a whole another can of worms. Besides, yeah, but uh, the video but you can game make a version. fantasy team in Madden. Okay, composed of all these different players from other. Te- I don't know how it works. Whatever. I'm not that big of a football fan, but Jeremy's really into it. Like Big Jer, that's this is his hobby. My this sister, is, his hobby is football. My sister hates it and yes. it's amazing that Match they're still able hell, to really. keep their relationship alive but anyway i talked to her yesterday cause she just got back from her honeymoon and i was gonna ask her i was like hey you know you're a football widow we we're talking about football widows Would you come on the show and uh, just you know tell us how you're coping um with your with your marriage and your relationship during football season now before we talk to her were they on their honeymoon in uh wherever the hell they went cancun uh, i think or cozumel or something in mexico and were they there for last week's games? Is Jer had to find some like place to watch football in a foreign country? Yeah, Jer had to like 
I guess get on. I think they, they got on like a, they he get rented a moped and they had to drive to this like actual town, and then he went into it was like a shanty bar that he found that had With a like a big flat screen TV. Yeah, I don't even know if they had a flat screen TV. I think it was just like a a, a black and white screen, like old CRT box. Okay. And nice, nice vignette you're drawing, but I don't believe it. <laughs> no, I think he found a he sports found some bar. Place to watch. He found a sports bar to watch it. I, I sis- thought they were going someplace uh, in Asia. I didn't know. I'm, I'm sure in Mexico, it's easy. Yeah, to watch no, it. they they found it. There's like you know, there's a Cancun as a yeah. A the resorts of obviously have football on. They they know the dudes are there. Let's let, let's give her a ring and find out how. Um, how she's coping being a football widow. Hello? Stephanie. Yes. It's, Hi, uh, Stephanie. Hey. It's, Hi, it's me and Wacker. Um, how was your honeymoon? Hi. Yeah, how was the honeymoon? You just got back yesterday. I, well, I talked to just you yesterday. I didn't back. know, but just got back from the honeymoon. Yeah. Congratulations. Happy Jewish New Year. Thank you. Not how was it? Um, it was nice. We were in, we were in Mexico. It was good. I um, had to visit a doctor to go to the hospital, but wait, did you have I've some irritable bowels there? No irritable bowel, but I don't know what was wrong with me. I had I was like throwing up. I either got food poisoning or so what, are you pregnant? Fucking <laughs> no, I'm not pregnant. I had to get two. Well, you guys are married now. It's al- it's allowed to have a child. It is allowed. Yeah, it is allowed. Yes. Were but you no, rooster tailing? I wasn't rooster tip, not yet. I, well, the doctor gave me a shot for nausea. That was my first shot. Some like weird Mexican doctor that didn't speak good English at all. And Did then, you finally realize that you hospital. got married to Jer and you just really made you ill? I think the realization, the realization set in and you're just like puking for three days straight. I couldn't stop. Yeah. You're like, so, for the rest uh, of my life? I am fucked. Right. I don't know. But the vacation was good, but um, I know we're talking a little bit about football. One of the things that I had to deal with was uh, during the vacation and, like, every vacation, because we always travel around the same time, Jeremy leaves me to go watch the football game. Wait, so in okay, in Mexico, yeah, yeah I was, we were just talking about that. Jeremy, like, where were you guys? In Cancun or Cosmo? Well, this time, no, at this time, we were traveling around, but this time we were in Playa del Carmen, and it was the first... I don't know, the first game of the season or something, even though I have heard other football <laughs> games. You really know I don't nothing know about the... it. <laughs> no, I fucking hate it, and it's so annoying. So it's a beautiful day. I mean, it's a beautiful day. We we traveled around a lot. So this is, a, like, real the real first day that we had at this really nice hotel, five-star hotel. And you're on your honeymoon. Yeah, and we're on, my, we're on the honeymoon. And it's, like, not, I think it must have been, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. I wake up, and Jeremy's, like, dancing around in his underwear, Doing push-ups, getting ready for the game day. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Does he have that's a jersey what I fucking that he wears. He had um, oh that he has like this Detroit Lions shirt, but when I was fucking when I was throwing up, you puked yeah, on the it. Shirt I put on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the shirt I put on. So it was like full of thickness. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, not only okay, like it. not only do you like <laughs> literally hate football, you symbolically hate football. I didn't mean to take the shirt. It was just the only thing I could pull. I could pull out. I was really sick, and that was the one shirt. He was actually kind of pissed about it. Yeah, you had to puke all over the lions. Like, what does he have to do now? Burn it? Yeah, it's like when a flag touches yeah, the I ground. Mean, I, yeah, I don't know what we did with it. But even actually earlier than that, this was an interesting vacation with the lions. So we were in. This is when we were in Cozumel, and then we met this couple. 
this is really weird. I forgot about this. We met this couple, and they were outside. Jeremy was kind of buzzed because I couldn't really drink, but we ordered a bottle of wine. And so he finished the bottle of wine, and then he wanted to go and have another drink. And so I was just hanging out. We met this couple who was, and the guy was really wasted, and he was a Cubs fan, I think. That's so baseball, though. That's not even football. Oh, wait. What's the Chicago team that plays for football? The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. <laughs> the Bears whatever. The team fucking thing. So the guy, Jeremy hates Bears fans, and he thinks they're assholes. And so once once the guy found out that Jeremy was a Cubs or a Lions fan, he started making fun of Jeremy. And Jeremy got really irate and wanted to leave. And so he had to go back to the room because he didn't want to hang out with that guy. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I was like, Did his head get all red? He was really mad. Yeah, he's like, I don't like him. And I'm like, why? <laughs> and Jeremy's rude. You know, Jeremy's really buzzed. Yeah, but wait, he couldn't even put like their, you know, their, their their preference for football teams aside and just be friends. No, he didn't want to hang out with us. He was like, <laughs> I want, I want to go back to the room. I'm like, all right. I'm like, what's up? He seems like a nice guy. He's like, I hate Bears fans. They're assholes. I was like, okay. So Jer- he just went back to the room. He had like a little mini tantrum. To Jeremy, though, football is serious business. But it must. I mean. It- it must over like, our lives. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. So you're the definition of a football widow. So for four months, your life is com- is completely disrupted, right? Every weekend? Every Yeah, every Sunday. Like our normal Sundays is we wake up, Jeremy brings me coffee in bed, and I get my Us Weekly. And then <laughs> I read my magazine while Jeremy plays a game of Madden, which is fine. And then, then we take <laughs> a shower, and I usually – yeah, it's football, whatever, but – and then I take a shower, and I usually get, like, a scrub. I don't know if Jeremy's ever told you, but he scrubs me every uh, Sunday. Uh, and then <laughs> You're making marriage <laughs> life just sound horrible. He scrubs me. And so then, but when football season starts, I don't get any of that. Jeremy wakes up at, like, 8 in the morning and goes to the bar because that, he can't watch the game here because, I don't know if it's not on TV or something. And so he's gone, like, all day Yeah, but day wait a Sunday. minute, because I know for a fact, Jeremy pays for, like, the high-dollar, get-every-game type of cable, right? Or did you put a stop but to that? He, no, 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 I, didn't, I, know, I don't care about that. And actually, I think he goes, I think, I'm pretty sure he probably goes to the bar because he doesn't want to hear you sighing and complaining and, and bothering him while yeah, he's trying to watch Yeah, things. what do you do? Do you just sit there and uh, read your Us Weekly while he's watching the game or what, what, how do you, or do you watch it, pretend to be interested in the game to spend time with him? I'm not him? fucking interested at all. I'll make fun of things because Jeremy See, just that's like, that's why he goes to the bar. Yeah, that's like, why he goes to the bar. <laughs> that's not why he goes to the bar. Jeremy has like three football friends that he hangs out with at the bar and they like only hang out during football season watching the game. Like they all meet there and they have like a little like area in the bar where they hang out and they scream at the TV, like, Rawr! and then, like, fuck, and they scream. And that's the problem with Jeremy watching football here is he gets too aggressive, and it scares the cat, and it scares me. <laughs> didn't you, okay, didn't you kick him out of the house because he had a tantrum, and he got irate, and he started screaming at the screen, at the television? Yeah, that was, like, a Monday football game. I came home from work, and Jeremy, like, when there's a game during the week, Jeremy will come home, like, change his entire work schedule to make sure that he's home so that he can watch the game on time you know what i mean so he gets home he makes like food and does this whole thing and so i'm like whatever i'll just be in the kitchen doing dishes all the stuff that i do because i take care of the house primarily jeremy does nothing but watch football 
Look, yeah. We, yeah. You just told us that he scrubs you every week, so <laughs> don't try and make it sound like you, Jeremy, has like the good life there. Yeah, but I think that's worth at least two games a week to scrub the diarrhea <laughs> off of you. He won't go. He won't go in the dark hole. He will not scrub down there, and I don't know why. And then he gets really mad when I actually take my finger and try. So do you just get really? Sc- <laughs> so during the football season, do you just get really, really scaly? Yeah, really gross. Cause Jeremy doesn't scrub me. I think it's actually rude. He should wait and go watch the game after I get my scrub. But so when he got really mad at, what was he yelling at the TV? Like he was just like, "Fuck you!" He was. Yeah, I was in the kitchen doing dishes or whatever, and all of a sudden I heard "fuck" like screaming, and food just goes running through. And then I'm like, "Oh my god!" I thought something happened. Who is the cat? For the cat yeah. Food is the cat. Yeah, food goes running through, and then. I come running out to see what's wrong with him in the living room, and he's just like, pillows are all over the place, and he's just screaming. He's all red-faced. And I was was like, that's it. I can't take it anymore. So if he's going to act like that, scare me, scare the cat, I was like, he can't watch football in the house. Wow, so you you forbade him from watching football. Well... No, he finished watching the game, and then he was and he yelled at me for a little bit, and then he came, and then once the game was over, <laughs> once the game was over, he apologized for his actions, and he knows that he can't do that. It was just scary. Like I was scared. Would you prefer that football just didn't even exist? Yes. Fuck yeah. I just don't even see the point of it. It's so annoying. It's just people running around. Throwing balls at each other and it's just stupid. Stupid little outfits. I don't get into. You don't. You don't like. You don't have any sports that you like. Do you like tennis or golf or anything like that? No, I don't get it. It's boring. (laughs) But okay, so the NFL is trying to attract female fans. Is there anything they could do to make the sport attractive at all? Like, I mean, well, like let's say they gave you recipes on what to make, like food for Jeremy and his friends when they're watching the game. How come? Okay, then how come on Sundays you don't just go and have a spa day with the ladies or something? Well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask, what what are your, what are your coping mechanisms to deal with this like bereavement? Well, I mean, I usually lay around a lot, and then like I'll go get a mani pedi. I mean, I don't really have anything to do. I'm bored. I don't. There's nothing I can do because Jeremy's gone, and then. Like, usually we go to the flea market together, and I don't want to go to the flea market by myself. I might get raped. I'd go to the flea market with you. <laughs> I don't want to go with you, Wackerly. See. It's boring. Yeah, once again, yeah, Mike. Although it is in Alameda. I know. It's right oh. down the street from my house. I know. It is right down the street. Never, <laughs> never go. Me, we also visit that Taco Bell. So then you just kind of do nothing. So for four months, your weekends are just, just they're unfulfilled. Yeah, because usually I work on Saturdays, and Sundays is our day together, and it's but Jeremy goes and watches football at 8 o'clock in the morning and comes home at, like, 3 in the afternoon, and he's fucking wasted. <laughs> That's why we love Big Jer. So do, you, do you just have to deal with it? And, and, like, you've just, like, grown to accept it because this is Jeremy's hobby? It, well, it's the one thing that, yeah, that Jeremy can do. Well, besides <laughs> the, the, the Madden and he charts. Do you guys know what charting is? Charting. Oh, charting. with statistics, right? D, D, you were alluding to this, but Stephanie can probably tell us in more detail about his books of information that he keeps. Yeah, what yeah, is this? Jeremy plays this Madden game, which is another football thing. Where you know, and but Jeremy doesn't play against people. 
he pretends like he's making, he creates a Lions team, like his ultimate Lions team. See, that's and what I was telling you. It's like a writes, fantasy team. Yeah, and he writes down, I don't know, there's like notebooks, I mean, pads of legal paper. I mean, we must have like 30 here <laughs> of just different <laughs> names of players. It's crazy. Here, I can even get you one and tell you what he wrote down. Like, it's so weird. Oh, the camera just came out and gave me a security look. Does he know that you're talking <laughs> about his uh, hobby right now? Yeah, but like, look, like, is so, he watching football right now? College football? Um, no, he's making meatballs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so he's getting ready, ready for football tomorrow. Don't you have other friends like um, uh, Vinny and Karina? Isn't Karina also a football widow? Like, can't you commiserate with her? But about what? Like the first time I went and watched when Jeremy started this whole, I never knew he was into football as he is now, but like this was like four or five years ago. I went with Karina and Vinny and Jared to the bar. And that's when Karina and Vinny were getting married. So I brought a bag of bridal magazines for Karina and I to look through. And so you guys look <laughs> through bridal magazines at the bar while, they, while the guys watch football. Yeah. And that was <laughs> the one time I did that with her. And it was fun. But she has to deal with it worse because Vinny does all these fantasy football teams and he's like a commissioner or something. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but it's so gay. So what advice, really like to keep a relationship alive? I mean, you guys just got married and there's, a, you know, there's probably a lot of other women that are coping with this, this, this same issue. What, what advice can you give to the football widow to, uh, to, you know, for the next four months? Put your foot down. Don't let them watch football. <laughs> oh. I don't think that's, that's what I'm going to do. Well, now that we're married, I can. Yeah, now that we're married, it's one of my things. I'm allowed to do it. Oh, wait, aren't you his property now? Yeah, don't you belong to him? No, Jeremy belongs to me. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you compromise and allow him to watch like one or two games a week? But then he has to go get a mani pedi with you. He does get mani pedis. Actually, just got a. He went and got a couple of massage with me. Jeremy likes oh, that. Did he get a fanicure? Kind of gay. Yeah. A what? A fanicure. Did he get like the little lion symbols painted oh on the God, stones? Oh my God, You should. You, all right, all right, Stephanie. This is what you should do to spark, you know, a little, uh, a little um, impassion to the relationship. Get your fingernails and toenails done in lion's colors, like with I a little lion. I would never do that. What about a what about a <laughs> in a lion? I don't want to create any excitement around the lions or football or anything. I discourage. Uh, it might be hot. I don't. It's not hot. There's nothing hot about it. I'm thinking you get for like Hanukkah. a sexy lion's uniform. Yeah. With a little uh, I'm thinking we should get a lion's cheerleader outfit for Stephanie to wear for Jeremy. Yeah. I don't think the lions well, have Jeremy cheerleaders. Jeremy wants to put it on. <laughs> Jeremy can put the lion's outfit on. <laughs> you ever try, have you ever thought about trying to shove a football up his ass? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we'll let you go back to your lunch plans. I just wanted to talk about being a football widow and uh, wish you the best of luck for the season. God. Sounds like it's going to be I just beginning. It's it's a beginning. It's a long way to go. My, yeah, no, it just started. My favorite day of the year is the day after Super Bowl because it's over. <laughs> it's and over. he doesn't do any, like he doesn't care about other sports, right? No, I really only have to deal with football. So that's just what, like a third of the year? It's in almost the entire – it's not even that, though. He, like, reads all these 
statistics on it. Like, if you open his iPad, there's page, like pages and pages of different lion's deaths. And he has, like, friends that he reads about, and they talk back and forth about lions, people. I don't even – it's hor- It's horrible. He talks about the coach. He's a super fan. He's a yeah, super, he's a super fan. Disgusting. Yeah, All right, well, um, I'll, we'll let you. We'll let you get back to lunch. I'm glad the honeymoon was fun, and that you still don't have uh, uh, irritable bowels from it. I, um, it wasn't irritable bowel. I don't know what was wrong with me. I must have, <laughs> I must have just <laughs> See, that's why, I got married. That's why Jeremy should be allowed to watch football. He's got to deal with irritable bowels every day. It was. I did have irritable bowels on the trip, though. In Mexico, you're not. You know, you have a lot of loose stool. Yeah, I think in Mexico though, I think it's just it's par for the course. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, happy ju- right. happy Jew year. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, thank you. Bye, <laughs> bye, Nancy too. Bye. Well, there you go, Wackerly. God, it seems like it seems you had a lot th- to say. Like when we talk to your brother, it's always you have to drag it out of him, right? Because he's like has better things to think about. But she she had a lot to say about it. Yeah, my sister willingly just exposes like the private aspects of their life. She doesn't even care. She's just like, she yeah. I know she's just like Jeremy has charts and charts of 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 notes in his book about the lions. It's like this is Jeremy's like secret hobby, you know. That's oh, what he wow. does in his private time. And he is a super fan, though. You know, I, I don't know how women cope with being a football widow. I mean, if, if in my opinion, I would suggest that uh, that ladies embrace the sport. You know, sit around and and fantasize. I mean, I'm sure they're attracted to like the Tom Brady's and the Tim Tebow's. Maybe they I think c- that's everybody always says that, you know, like, oh, just look at the hot guys. But I, I, like your like your sister said, they just basically look ridiculous in those dumb outfits. Yeah, I guess they do. But yeah, <laughs> there's I a certain know. type of woman who's into football and thinks that those guys are sexy with their spandex pants and all that stuff. But just your average woman is like, why are they wearing that ridiculous getup? Well, why don't okay then? Why don't they take the the, the opportunity of a uh, of their of their man, their husband being busy on a Sunday to go spend time doing something they want to do? Go get a fucking hobby. Go hang out with the ladies. Go spend all his money. Go spend all of his money. That's what you should do, football widows. Go go spend all the money and uh, slip the credit card out of his wallet. He's not going to notice. Yeah, and and go buy yourself something nice. That's what you should do as a. Uh, as payment like a vibrator. for having to endure the football season, yeah, like, like a, a vibrator, magic wand. <laughs> like a, go get a go get a, a NFL theme vibrator. It sounds like it'd be a good. It's, it sounds like it'd be a good buy. Anyway, um, this is episode three ninety uh, three ninety nine three ninety eight. This is episode three ninety eight. Here is sick and wrong. Uh, people, you know the way the show works. Send us your disgusting, horrible news items. We'll t- we'll talk about them here on the show. And if we give you credit, if we Mention you as the person who sent in the story. We will give you a sick and wrong care package. Uh, you need to claim that at a sick and wrong podcast at hotmail.com. We got a few stories here this week, a lot of sick and wrong events in the news. Uh, before we get to our first article, here's a word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. Remember, people, support our sponsors. You support sick and wrong. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I gotta tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. 
Type in the word Diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. So the first story here came in from Ryan. Ryan writes, I pictured D doing something like this with a tattoo gun. You know, honestly, I don't own a tattoo gun and I wouldn't do something. And plus, if I did something like this, I would tattoo like a, I don't know, like an insignia or something. Maybe a little sick and wrong skull. Not just my initials. What are you, Prince? Yeah, we're not. The red dragon? <laughs> the red dragon. That's what I would tattoo. An Arizona landscaper has been arrested for branding his girlfriend's genitals with his initials. Uh, he claims that he's done the same thing to all of his exes. He was bragging about it. Hmm. You'd think that word would get around. Well, you know, you know, it's funny. It's it's a lot of times. Like, it's not when, really funny. Well, it's not funny, but I'm I'm saying this this situation is kind of funny. When exes meet each other at a bar and be like, "You dated that guy too," and then you can commiserate about the man's foibles and how much of an asshole he was yeah. and how you hated the relationship. Well, now they can both be like, "Look what I got! I got one too." Yeah, he's such a he's such a dick. What a dick! He tattooed he totally his name on my vagina. <laughs> Maybe we should call the cops. Do you think? Nah. Um, you know he's he's a landscaper, which uh, which is interesting to me because do you think he also does landscaping when he goes down there? Downtown. Downtown. The downtown region of town. <laughs> when he goes downtown. Have you seen the shrubs around City Hall? <laughs> I did that. It's amazing. Oh, you mean you mean the vagina? Vagina. That's what I'm wondering if he like trims her bush into a dollar sign or something. I doubt it. It's, it's rare just... to find a girl with a bush nowadays. Yeah, but sometimes they have a little Hitler mustache. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. I've noticed a lot of the uh, the younger girls tend to do that. The Hitler also... mustache is coming back more than just the scorched earth. I also maintain though that a lot of girls, you can tell how long it's been since a woman's been laid by the size of her bush, like how much hair she has down there. If she has, I mean, if she it's a sad has state of affairs in my opinion. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying if she has like significant growth, she probably hasn't gotten laid in like four or five months. But if you're down there, it means you like you're raping her <laughs> because if she's planning on laying you, you'd think she would take care of it. But like, this is like a surprise sex. Like, no, okay. Let's say you found her at the bar and she wasn't thinking she was going to hook up, but you managed to seal the deal somehow. Exactly. Like you, sometimes it's happened happens before a lot to you. Well, no, it's happened mm, before. Like implausible. You, you, no, you go to the bar or something, you meet this girl, you're talking to her, you end up like hooking up and she's like, God, you know, I didn't think this was going to happen. Are you sure you're not talking about when you go to the ladies dressing room and you put, you <laughs> drill a hole in the wall and you're just keeping and I just on women? peek. Uh, no, that never one hasn't been laid in a while. I can see your big bush. You've never had that happen where it's like you hook up with a girl and you're like, and then she's like embarrassed about it. She's like, you know, I haven't shaved or I was going to trim. I just haven't had a chance. Oh, I don't not not in recent memory now. I've had that happen. Then in my mind, I'm like, well, that means you weren't prepared to have sex, and you probably haven't had sex in about five months. Because if they've been having sex regularly, there's no hair down there. No, 
Or if and, they, and you got to be extra impressive. So if you're like, oh, you haven't been laid in a while, I just, my cock must seem huge. <laughs> the whole five minutes I lasted must have seemed really great. Exactly. Um, Christopher Lynn Jackson here, 49 years old, of Chandler, Arizona, is accused of drugging the unidentified woman at a baseball game. She later awoke in pain to find him with branding equipment and a butane torch. This sort of implies that they've been dating for a while. They're out at a baseball game. I mean, you don't take a girl to a baseball game as like a first date, do you? You know, a little later in the story, it sounds like, well, no, it sounds like they were at a game. So I think they were dating for a period of time. I mean, to to bring it back to the beginning, uh, it seems like it's more acceptable to try and make a girl watch baseball, not on TV, obviously, but to take her to a game than a football game, which is just crazy to me because... As somebody who likes baseball, baseball compared to football is just crazy boring. Yeah, baseball, I think, is – baseball is like on par with golf in terms of being boring. I think the fact that uh, there's a lot more games and they tend to be shorter than a football game. It's not as much of a production, right? A lot of them are at night. So maybe that's why it's more date acceptable. But there's also like um, drink specials. Uh, Tickets are cheaper. Right. You know, yes. like fo- all these are true. This is why we, this is why you see more girls at baseball than football. Yeah, like football, like a football uh ticket for a game is like 80 or 90 dollars. Yeah. You also don't have to pay as much attention to a baseball game. Yeah, and then, and then you know, and like it seems like football fans are much more rabid than baseball fans. You got to like watch every minute of the football game. Whereas baseball, you, there's a lot. I think that's why I like it because I just have a short attention span and I, my mind can wander away. I also think baseball has less rules. It's just a little more obvious. Like you hit the ball, home run, run around the bases, and you score a touchdown. Or a, uh, you'd think you know, run. there are quite a few weird rules, though. Yeah, but I think it's like to a layman, you could watch that game and be like, okay, I kind of see how this works. Easier to explain. Yes, accepted. Anyway, this woman was uh, on a date with her, I imagine, ex boyfriend now, and uh, she awoke. In pain to find him branding her genitals with um with a with a butane torch and uh, branding equipment, which I wonder if it's like the what you use for a cow, just like you know, is it a, a wire coat hanger? Is that what you use for a cow? No, I what do they for a use? Cow, like it's a, a metal... special branding tool. It's the brand. It's called the brand. Did this guy make his own brand, or do you think he just uses a coat hanger? I think he probably just uses a coat hanger. Well, maybe not, though, because she found the letters C and J branded onto her, her vaginal area. Which, so, to me, implies that he did them separately. Like, she didn't wake up while he was doing the C, but she woke up when he was doing the J. Well, he might have a branding tool with just C and J on it. He just stamps her once. Oh, it's just once. Well, I imagine, because you probably can't do two brands. It's probably easier just to do just one. Yeah, right. To get the alignment proper. Yeah, you know, it's it's got to be symmetrical. Uh, Jackson, the owner of his landscaping business called Lawn Tamers, apparently bragged to his now ex-girlfriend about having done the same thing to other former girlfriends. Yeah. He, Did he, he was telling her this as she was calling the cops? I think it was the, the next, when she woke up and she was probably freaking, freaking out, which I imagine she was because now she's permanently disfigured. Yeah. Um, he bragged to her that he's done this to other women and he then told her that her vagina was now his. Hmm. Forever. I mean... I guess that's what that means. You can't remove a brand. You, you can remove a tattoo. You could laser it off. Can you laser off a brand? Well, the tattoo, I'm saying. The yeah, brand, you can. A brand, you can't really do that. So, which There's leads, probably some type of, like, ointment 
that can make the scarring like minimize. Well, can, yeah, minimize the scarring. But I, I imagine boring. you could probably get some like, you know, vaginoplasty or something done well, down there. You know, you know, the easiest thing is just to grow that bush way out. And now have a big bush. But then, then what happens when the guy's going down there, your new boyfriend or your new husband, and all of a sudden he's like, C and J? What, what does this <laughs> mean? What is he, parting your fucking pubic hair like an English explorer in Africa? You don't know how big the C and the J is. The C and J might be two inches, you know, two inches tall. It's Still. Like a, it's big. It's like a big scar in a C and a J. Wouldn't you be Wait, like... Two, like the scar is two inches tall? Come on. It's like longer than some cocks. <laughs> I'm just saying it might be, you know, very noticeable. And then would you just avoid it and just never mention it? Like, well, you know, I, I do notice that you have two letters of the alphabet on your labia, but I'm just going to completely ignore it every time I go down there. I'm just happy to be getting laid, and I don't want to say anything to fuck this up. I, I could not ignore it, especially if we're in a relationship. I'd be like, why? What does the CJ mean? And then it leads me to th- think, is she going to say, well, I was dating this crazy ex of mine, you know, Christopher Jackson. Or do you think she's going to make up something else like uh, Carl's Jr.? I'm a big fan. Crunk juice. Crunk juice. <laughs> well, have you ever heard Little John? The rap stylings of Little John? I love crunk juice. Like as if anybody's going to get that that wasn't uh, you know, a, a rap fan in the, in the, what, the late 90s. <laughs> what is crunk juice? How do you know what crunk juice is? Thing. Oh, I'm down. I don't know if you know this, but I lived in Oakland for a while. What about Christ Jesus? What about uh, Carl Jung? Oh, there you go. Yeah, like, what, do you think she's just like... That's, the, that's where the highbrow lady who dated the landscaper who disfigured her vagina. <laughs> Is it Jung or Jung? I think it's I think it's Jung. That's what I've always heard. I don't know. But do you, do you think he was, she's he's like, like... He's like, should be as famous as... Uh, Freud. Freud, but he's not. Right. But, but I mean, do you think she could be like, I'm, you know, I've always been a proponent of Jungian psychology, so I felt like I should get his initials tattooed on like, my labia. I'd be like, shit, this relationship's never going to work. She's way smarter than me. I might yeah, as well but, get whatever I can now and get out of here. But what if she was like, you're down there and she's like, I just really like Carl's Jr. I'd be like, I can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd be like, I love it too. Let's, let's go let's, after we finish up here. Yeah, let's have some sex. Um, she claims the former couple were at a baseball game when Jackson asked her to go out dancing afterwards. So apparently he's a baseball fan and a fan of dancing. Yeah. No guy in the history of the universe has ever gone to a baseball game and thought, let's go dancing, let's go after dancing this afterwards. Game. Yeah, that's suspect. Yeah. And then the victim said, told Jackson, she's like, you know, I'm a little bit tired for this. And so he offered her energy pills, which actually <laughs> made her pass out. Ironically, they were the opposite of an energy pill. Is yeah, that irony? Roofies. I don't know. You know, you should never take energy pills from just. Well, I guess this is this is her boyfriend. But isn't it, it is just her kind boyfriend? Of, it's just kind of strange that he's like, "Well, I happen to have these energy pills in my pocket." You should never take energy pills from a guy because there isn't such a thing as energy pills. Oh, energy in a pill form. I wish I had that. It's basically uh, you're going to pass out. And I'm going to violate you pills. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would just assume any pill that a guy's giving you is a roofie. Okay, ladies? Especially if it has a big R stamped into it. <laughs> um, she awoke to find the assault taking place, which is just a terrible revelation. I mean, a lot of women wake up and to their boyfriend's kisses. Instead, she wakes up and there's a brand on her labia just permanently disfiguring yeah. her for life. Smell of burnt hair. Yeah. 
And now she's got to make up something for a C and a J. Um, anyway, the guy's arrested on felony aggravated assault charges, and uh, he's been booked into jail. And there are other ex-girlfriends also with the C and J branded into their hoo-hahs that are coming forward. And I wonder why none of them came forward before. It's kind of embarrassing. Maybe they liked it. Could be. Anyway, Wackley, what do you have for the second story? Uh, Jeevesy from Southampton sent this in, which I guess is England. No comment, though. But this is a more of an upbeat story. It could almost be soft and warm. There's an animal involved, a fuzzy mm. animal. I like fuzzy animals. And, uh, <laughs> Kazakhstan. Like stories. Kazakhstan. Isn't that where Borat is from? Is nice, it? yes. I'm not going to do the voice because it's played out. It's played out. But was, it, was he from Kazakhstan? I think so. Oh, this guy's name is Dolet Dolet Tuyshev. <laughs> I think I got it. I think I nailed it. Dolet. He was uh, in an oil town of Zetibai. We don't have oil towns anymore in the United States. Like just like that's yeah. an oil town. South Dakota. There's a town in South Dakota that they uh, recently discovered new deposits of oil. Aren't they fracking up there or something? Uh, well, I'm sure the environmentalists are all over it if they are, which is kind of my point. Like, you know, can't That's do why it. we don't have oil towns. There's a place in Michigan called Oil City, but I think that was just where the reggae fest was. <laughs> but no, I read something about this. This A lot of uh, residents have been you know, making millions of dollars because they've been sitting on top of all this oil that they've discovered. In South Dakota? Somewhere in South or North Dakota. And so now this town has become like a destination for strippers because there's so many... Uh, you know, miners that are going out there working for mining companies that mm. they've just strippers have just been migrating to this small town in uh, North Dakota. So the miners and then also the people who, who originally lived there who are now wealthy, they also enjoy the strippers. They're enjoying. So it's becoming a stripper destination. So not only are the strippers going to like the major cities, they're also making a stopover in this small city in South Dakota or something. Rent is probably very cheap. So you don't have to make a lot of stripper money to make your nut. Yeah. You, can actually, you know what else yeah. they have in uh, North or South Dakota, wherever the hell we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have lots of Indians there, too, who I imagine yes. are making a lot of money as well. Yes, and they have the casinos and all this and that. And they also have a lot of wind power, so they have windmills that they make money off of. It's a Facts. gold mine up there. Facts about South or North Dakota or yeah, whatever so, state that we're talking about. And so I have no sympathy for, like, you know, like... 20 late 20 early 30 year olds who live in like new york city in los angeles and they're like or san francisco for that matter and like oh, the economy's just really bad i can't get a job right now my parents are paying for my rent and blah 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 like move to south or north dakota hun. yeah get a job you for try a fracking mining? company have you tried mining have you tried stripping for that matter <laughs> <laughs> your unemployment is your fault have you tried dealing blackjack in an Indian casino in the middle of you know in the middle of nowhere? Exactly. There's jobs out there. That's what I'm trying to say. You know who doesn't don't complain is Kazakhstanis. Like they're just hard, hard ass people. Dude, they, you know, those guys. They just appreciate even like a, a slice of bread. Yeah, that they've waited six hours for. This guy is a. He was a former police officer in Kazakhstan. Which who the hell knows what that entails? Yeah, I didn't even know they had constables there. He was driving through an oil town. This sounds like uh, 
you know, Mad Max to me. <laughs> or like uh, Deadwood, like an old, like uh, yeah. something out of uh, an old Western. Right. Makes you want to kind of, it makes, sounds romantic, makes you want to move there. He's, he's driving yeah. through, he gets Wait out of his... Wait till you see the women. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's some hot-ass women in Kazakhstan, you know. Did you ever see Borat's wife? No. Yeah. Her mustache <laughs> is thicker than yours. <laughs> Maybe I'm into that. <laughs> she has a big bush. She probably does. You could do some landscaping. He was examining his vehicle. He got out of his vehicle to examine it because I assume in this Kazakhstani, you know, the central ste- Asian steppes of Kazakhstan, you know, you got, you got to fend for yourself and you got to like wire and tape your car together every, you know, several hundred miles. It's yeah, not like he, us here where you got to take it to Jiffy Lube and they like take care of it for you. Yeah, but he's probably driving like some type of car you've never heard of. Or like, right, a like a Mad Max, you know, just crazy like machine. No, it's like one of those foreign cars. It just <laughs> like a <laughs> like a 1978 like a Gremlin or something. Or Yugo. I mean, yeah. we are talking about that area, right? Well, <laughs> he gets out of his car. He gets out of his Yugo. It's not like some tank. It's a little shitty Yugo. He gets out of it to tape the fucking passenger side door back to the body. <laughs> and uh, something jumps on his back. Oh, a Yeti? <laughs> it's not a Yeti. <laughs> he thought He thought it was a dog. And it starts biting his back and his limbs. He says, and I'm not going to do the voice. First, he th- I thought it was a dog. And then, during the skirmish, I understood I was fighting wolf. He actually says fighting a wolf, but I think it's funnier to leave out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fighting wolf. I was fighting wolf. Was he fighting a wolf man or an actual wolf? <laughs> no, not a wolf man. An actual wolf, which I think is scarier. Because really? the Wolfman, you can reason with his human side. Like, no, Wolfman, don't eat me. Remember when we were, like, watching football that other day and drinking beers and it was cool? And then he has second thoughts. Are you – okay, you're assuming here that this is a Wolfman out of, like, the Monster Mash, like one of the 1950s type of Wolfman. What other kind of Wolfman? I'm, a, I'm thinking of, like, a true blood werewolf, like a scary werewolf that will tear you're you asunder. Of, you're thinking of a sexy werewolf? Yeah, a se- okay, a, a shirtless bearded man that turns into a wolf. Yes, I am thinking that. Uh, I wasn't. No, you're right. I was thinking of the one with, like, the big brown nose and, like, it's just basically his hair is combed back a little bit. He's in brown. the Monster Mesh video, but then he's also he's wandering a, Russia. A ripped suit, sport coat on. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm basically thinking of Jer, but with just a dog nose with a little piece of string. Well, like, Jer, don't attack me. It's cool. We'll go watch some football and it'll be all right. Well, imagine if you were married to my sister hmm. after about three years of that. You'd look like a wolfman, too. I don't even know what you're trying to say, but I do understand. <laughs> I don't either. This is a wolf, a pure feral animal wolf. There is no human side to, to reason with at this point. So what are you going to just roll over and die? Not if you're a Kazakhstani ex-police officer. Once he realized it was a wolf, he just grabbed it around the neck and strangled it to death with his bare hands. God, why are they so tough? Because they have a rough life. Of, you know, they live on the central steps. Fucking moronic English actors make fun of their culture and, like, create a multi-million dollar career out of it. 
But I mean, dude, he strangled. How much do these wolves weigh? Like 150 pounds, 180 pounds, and he's 85 to 100 pounds. 85 to 100 pounds. A wild animal's attacking him. He strangles it with his bare hands. In a typical wolf attack, uh, the pred- they're predatorial. You know, these guys, these aren't some fucking around animal that like you. you corner it and they attack you because they're scared. Like it's out to eat you, basically. Did, did so, you ever see the movie The Gray with Liam Neeson? No, I wanted to, but uh, I had it's, it's it's all about a a he's trapped in like or he's I don't know, lost in like Alaska or something. He's being stalked by some gray wolves, and it's whoever's the alpha wolf. So this guy is the alpha wolf. Does he have no like a team of wolves that will just do his bidding? That would be pretty cool. Well, it comes down to he's he you know has to fight the alpha wolf. Does he get to fuck the female wolves afterwards? Exactly. If you beat the alpha wolf, you can fuck any of the uh, female wolves. Which is good if you're like into dog fucking. I imagine that's a very common um, pastime in uh, Kazakhstan. <laughs> Typically, <laughs> when a wolf attacks anything, an animal or a person, uh, it jumps on their back and it starts biting chunks. And each each bite wound can be anywhere from four to six inches long. Yeah. I mean, so this isn't like, this is like a Pomeranian, like nipping at you right it's like taking giant chunks of flesh out of you so he jumped on his back he flipped it around and then just like he's like conan the barbarian this guy well he's like you know uh hacksaw jim duggan or (laughs) it's more of a wrestling type thing right or vladimir putin what was it? <laughs> I love saying that name. Dude, do you think he was shirtless, just wandering, like driving his Yugo in the middle of Kazakhstan? It's sub, you know, like negative fifty, and he's just shirtless. Yeah, he doesn't put on a shirt till like it's like negative eighty. Yeah, that's that's how tough they are in Russia. Just swilling <laughs> vodka. It's not Russia. It's or Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Whatever. Formerly of the USSR. That's what you're getting confused yeah. about. Um. Yeah. So he choked it to shit. Choked the shit out of it. And he, then he drove himself in his Yugo to the hospital, and then he gave the wolf to the the wolf, you know, corpse to the town elders, and they burned the wolf carcass, which I assume is some ritual. Yeah, but that's because you don't want it turning into the wolf man. Yeah, I would. I would want if I choked a wolf, I would want the pelt to wear, and the head for that matter to taxidermy and wear as a hat. Would you make it as a hat, or would you make it like a the wolf's face as a hat, and then like a vest out of its pelt? Exactly. The vest would be pretty cool. The hat would be cool as well. I mean, why you gotta why you gotta not like the hat? Would you insist on wearing it during intercourse with your girlfriend? I would wear it all the time. <laughs> when would I not wear it? So wait, you would wear it to the bar because you'd be prompting people to ask you, "What's on your head?" So you can tell the story. Yeah. Oh, this <laughs> the wolf? You mean the wolf that I kill with my bare hands? With my bare that, hands? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, you know what, that's what that is. You know what impresses me about this is in L.A. you hear about like, you know, skinny jeans wearing hipsters, myself included right. in this category. Yeah, what kind of animal did you get those skinny jeans off of? Well, no, they, oh, the rack at American Apparel. You hear these guys being like, oh, my God, a coyote almost attacked my Pomeranian. And they're worried about this coyote. that's atta- And then they're like, this coyote came out of nowhere and it was and terrible. Coy- coyote is like a miniature wolf. Yeah, not but they're they're not even the, like they're the size of a terrier. They're, they're, I mean, it's that's like scary. A, like a slur, sort of fat fox. But here we would be complaining like, oh my god, this coyote almost you know ate my my schnauzer, and yes. they'd freak out about it. I know I had to get in my Prius and lock the doors and lock the doors, and it was terrible. Whereas in Russia, it's like this motherfucker strangles a wolf with his bare hands, a hundred pound wolf that's on your back. 
They are so much tougher than we are, rankedly. I know. That's why we have this big, expensive army and military. People always wonder. I know, but it's like you why hear... do we spend so much money on the military when there's homeless people and the economy's bad and people are living in their homes? This is why. Yeah, because we're pansies. <laughs> I mean, pansies. Like if Kazakhstan decided to attack us and we didn't have this big expense of military, we'd be fucked. If it came down to Kazakhstan just like running at us with like baseball bats and us just sitting here locked in our Prius crying, right? I mean, it would it was, not be a good scene. No, I mean we couldn't brave heart battle with these guys. <laughs> no, it, it wouldn't work. I mean, furthermore, think about this: like if we were to elect our our champion Obama, Obama wouldn't be able to strangle a fucking wolf with his bare hands, whereas Putin could. I mean, have you seen him riding the bike in his mom jeans, Obama? <laughs> you really want him up against a wolf or Putin? <laughs> Putin would beat the shit out of Obama, and I think that's just – I think the world knows that now. Well, I think Putin's getting a little bit old, but – He's still a bad – okay, Putin would be – would you even go up against Putin? No, because he was in like the KGB or something, right? I mean, he has, he has all those techniques where he just pokes out a finger and like your heart falls out of the back of your body. And not to mention, Putin not only, like, strangles wolves, doesn't he, like, put bears in headlocks and shit? Like, he's... Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with yeah. that guy. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I really do think that there's a... It's troubling to me, because we are we are definitely a nation of pansies. If it wasn't wow. for our weapons... Yeah, keep funding the military. Drones. Yeah. I know. I'm, I, I want to invest more I'm in drones. It. Yeah, same with me. God, they're badasses over there. Anyway, people, send your stories to podcast at hotmail.com because that's what we do. We, we, we podcast. We don't strangle wolves. We podcast. <laughs> um, uh, we got some phone calls here to the Sick and Wrong Hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. Uh, before we get to our first call, here's a word from our second sponsor, audible.com. Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. With over 75,000 titles to choose from, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. Every night with my star friends, we eat caviar and... So we got a few phone calls here to the Sick and Wrong Hotline. Uh, Wackley, remember that a, uh, was a couple weeks ago or something? Um, we were talking about... Like BHO, which is butane hash oil. And I had never made this. It's like hippie crack. I had never smoked this. I never made this before. It was new to me. And I guess it's a it's a common occurrence where a lot of these these stoners are making this butane hash oil and they're blowing up their apartments. So anyway. And we, their faces. Yeah, and their faces. <laughs> More importantly. So, so we started talking about it. And uh, as usual, we, we know nothing about the subjects that we talk about. Or very little. We know very little about the subjects. But we, we try to pretend that we do know a lot about it. But we don't. No. Um, I don't even pretend that well. <laughs> Can you so, imagine all this emails we're going to get next week about all the shit we've said about football? <laughs> oh, God. I, I know. It's like usually what ends up happening, we just get these like the subject of the email is like, Faggots, stop talking about sports. That's usually what ends up happening. Now, so you I'm, motherfuckers trying to talk about football. Here the 11 things you got wrong. So these guys called in, these expert listeners about how to make butane ash oil. There's nobody us. more insufferable than a drug at know-it-all. <laughs> I'll just say that right now. Well, these and are... Some of my friends are uh, on this list, and they probably know who they are. 
Well, these two callers definitely uh, fit that category. The drug know-it-all. That's that's learning. They're learning us about the proper way to make BHO. Couple things. Love the show, but the whole weed talk thing is starting to get ridiculous. Sound like uh, ignorant high school stoners. <laughs> We're I know ignorant, not, but anyway. So butane. Okay, can you? Butane, I'm going to require a lot of pausing. <laughs> He says we sound like ignorant high school stoners, which means that this guy has in his mind this upper echelon of like, oh, I'm a 30-year-old pothead, and I am really knowledgeable. Like, no, that's not something to brag about. Yeah, but he's probably like, I'm a pot aficionado. I yes. own a, a, a marijuana dispensary. Did you I, know yeah. that George Washington had made all his money on a hemp farm? And now look at the country. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. This is a sativa hybrid. Oh, yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> the different fucking brands of how you get high. It's like, dude, pretty much all you're doing is put yourself into a marijuana stupor and shoving Doritos in your mouth, okay? Oh, actually, these are organic cheesy corn chips from Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah. And watching Adult Swim for the next, like, six hours. Actually, Adult Swim is some great fine programs. Have you seen Adventure Time? It's more for an adult than it is for a child. <laughs> That's what happens when you've graduated to the upper echelon of pot smokers. Do you think I'm some kind of high school stoner? I've been smoking pot for 30 years. Me and Wackerly, we take a couple hits off the bowl and just stare at a lava lamp for like eight hours and listen to Bob Marley. Curl up into a ball and have yeah. a panic attack. And cry. Oh, why did I smoke weed? We get into a cuddle huddle. Those food cans that have an accelerant. I mean, besides like nitrous and uh, whipped cream or whatever, but are you using Pam? That's butane. It's an accelerant, and it's safe in food. Thanks, Professor. So they use it to strip oils from plants a lot of times anyway. Uh, there's two ways to do it. There's a closed system that actually recirculates it and re- and then reprocesses the butane, puts it back into a container. That Is there a word that's, like, better than blah? <laughs> like, blah? Blah, blah, I think it's blah. meh. I think you're looking meh, for meh. Meh, meh. What that's is he? The, uh, okay, keep going. That's the word you're looking for. I just keep going so, so we can get to the like end. It sounds like these idiots were using uh, two-liter bottles instead of what is recommended, which are borosilicate tubes. <laughs> recommended by who? Deal with, uh, <laughs> fucking high times. Temperature quickly. <laughs> uh, it's safe if done outside or in an environment that is actually created to do the process, rather than in your apartment with closed windows they're just stupid maybe we should put those people i mean they should die but if All they right. live to retire that's not a very mellow I'm, I'm thing cutting to say. Off, i'm cutting off bill nye the science guy here okay <laughs> i don't know if you oh, know that you mean him. bill high the <laughs> bill science high, high. <laughs> the science high on um we also had another guy call in to educate us about how to properly prepare see when you said there you said there were two guys. I thought it was they're going to be both on the same call. I have to listen to two calls. Two calls. Great. Hey, D. Hey, Lance. Uh, fucking fish guy again. Holy shit. I was listening. You guys are idiots. Butane hash is... Ah, God. 
We call it the chain. We've been making it for fucking years, man. I, I love how the fish, the fish guy is uh, calling us idiots. You know, dude, for you, years, I've been smoking hash oil. You guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because we don't, we don't like uh, destroy our brain with this hippie crack. Hey, only dopes do dope. <laughs> <laughs> this is your brain on dope. This is an egg frying in a pan. Garbage. That egg looks good, I mean, bro. Are you gonna you eat do it that? To the weed that you fuck up growing, essentially. Well, that's what I do. It's complete fucking garbage. Uh, I mean, it gets you really fucking high, and it is hash. But my throat like hurt for weeks after smoking an obscene amount of it. Why would you smoke it then? I don't know. That's all I'm going to say. It hurts the lungs. And, uh, well, i got to get back to some Dungeons & Dragons. I will probably call you a shitload more. Uh, this guy does call a lot of times. He actually good. does. I, I don't know if you recognize that, but that was, that was Richard Dawkins. <laughs> By the way... God is a delusion. <laughs> did, did I tell you that? Did you read the the recent... The, so, so atheists just love Richard Dawkins, and especially... Atheists, um, are, atheists are becoming the new, like, complete twat on the internet. Well, the, the, well they're pretentious internet twats, but they all... They're so easy to troll. You know, just say that, like, Jesus is Lord, and then fucking 15 of them will respond to you immediately. Well, what's funny about it, too, is do you, do you see the recent news article about Richard Dawkins? Uh, he was justifying, about justifying he was mild pedophilia. Yeah, he was cla- he was <laughs> proposing different classifications of child rape. Yeah, exactly. Like I guess he got diddled when he was a kid in like reformatory or boys' school or something. And yeah, he was I think like, that goes on a lot in in British boys, uh, you know, boarding schools. That's why they're so tight. Um, but I can relax them. <laughs> He he was diddled. He's like, and I turned out fine. So I think it's okay. You know, I think it's okay for um, you know kids to have their balls fondled by an older man. And I think you know it kind of goes to the same line of reasoning that we've touched on before. Here is my father touched my butthole because well, it leads you <laughs> to do he? great things. Yeah. No, I mean uh, there's a Mr. Show skit where there's sketch that they were talking about how you know Abraham Abraham Lincoln said my father touched my butthole and then I became president of the United States Albert Einstein got his butthole touched yeah so i'm thinking richard dawkins might have got his butthole touched and uh look what he is now it's right? like lighting he, the fuse the, on your your potential he's the flag the waver the for atheists the atheist movement <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know. But it, it was funny, though, because people were like, well, we really like Richard Dawkins, and I totally agree with his philosophy on athe- atheism, but I, you know, I, I disagree with the pedophilia. You know, that's, it's just it's not something I can back. Like, Didn't I, I just he can't start out that. as like the chief zookeeper of London or something? Is that what he was? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> He's like Shut up, moon. really? Yeah, look it up. Wow. Can he talk Richard to the animals? <laughs> like <laughs> Professor Doolittle or whatever? Here, I'm looking it up right now. Dawkins Zookeeper. <laughs> Jimmy Dawkins. <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> I, I've never heard this wackily. Like, is this like some kind of dream that you have? Well, this says zoologist, but that's just like a fancy zookeeper, right? <laughs> 
So wait, does he just have like a menagerie in his house? Yeah, and he diddles them. (laughs) (laughs) Touching the monkey's testicles isn't nearly as bad as full penetration, which I also do (laughs) at times. Yeah. The last uh, call we got here is about uh, one of our favorite beverages. Fosters. All right, D. All right, Lance. Had a good session tonight on the old uh, wife beater. It's not the Stella. It's the fucking wife beater. All right? So get your fucking things right. Also, number two, you know, fucking Arsenal beat the fucking Spurs. Don't you worry. Let, you know... We're fucking doing when it comes to fucking white art lane. And this is a so good. Uh, this is a good bringing it back around. Sorted, all right, son. I would assume Lovely that boy, in uh, South in yeah, the United see. Kingdom, football. I mean, they call it even football, but they have football widows over there too. But it's, it's a, well, actually it's soccer. The, it's the the international version of football rather than the American football, which the English the call hand egg. <laughs> the shitty version of football. Yeah, well, I, I feel it's uh, it just should just be called soccer, yeah, which is what it really is. But anyway, they call it football I also over expe- there. I also accept footy, footy, the footy, <laughs> footy. I like footy actually; it's a little bit better. But yeah. you know, there they have. Uh, I mean, do they do they have one specific day that's devoted to footy? I have no idea. We should get if there are any English football widows out there. I'd be interested to hear from you. I imagine they've had to deal with it for years. And they probably and the football or the footy season is longer than our season. I don't know. That's what I want to know. That's what I They have about. the World Cup and all that, so fucking keep it up. It's the wife beater. It ain't the fucking Stella. Love you cunts. <laughs> it ain't the fucking Stella. Love you cunts. I can imagine going to the <laughs> pub with that guy and ordering a Stella, and he like breaks the glass off in your face. It just, yeah, call he just, it Stella, mate. I'm gonna glass you, mate. It's the Bless. wife beater, <laughs> and then he'd make you his wife. That'd be scary. Anyway, people call Signal Hotline two zero six 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 three eight four six. Thank you, everybody, for subscribing to the show on iTunes. We are almost at twelve hundred ratings. We're very close. Uh, you know, we got a we got a one star rating the other day. Actually, it was awesome. it totally cracked me up. Was there a comment? Yeah, there was a comment. The guy was. Uh, it must be like some guy who recently discovered the podcast. But he gave mm-hmm. us a one star rating. He was like, you know, these guys think they're really funny. But they're actually very ill-informed on any of the issues they talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you know this guy loves Richard Dawkins. Yep. He loves Richard Dawkins. Anyway. I love um, Richard Dawkins, and I hate fucking football. Yeah, he, he completely hates football. But you know this guy would never be able to strangle a wolf no. with his bare hands. He'd be hiding in his Prius. Not even given like pants. a special wolf strangling device, he wouldn't be able to manage it. He never would. Catch his, pole. his American apparel jeans, skin tight jeans, would be wet with his urine from fear <laughs> of that wolf outside of yeah. his Prius. Yeah, this is a good image. Um, but yeah, anyway, though, I appreciate him subscribing to the show on uh, iTunes and rating the show on iTunes. And uh, we like the feedback and uh, we like the exposure it gives us. So thank you for people. Um, subscribe to the show on iTunes. Also, uh, the uh, you know if, I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, well, actually the new T-shirts are here. Yeah, I did notice. They are here. I posted a picture of a very sexy lady wearing one of the T-shirts, and it um, encouraged people to buy them. And uh, yeah, so right now, people, you can go to sickroundpodcast.com slash store 
And you can order the new Sick and Wrong logo tee. It's the, um, the skull with the Groucho Marx nose. It's the official SW logo tee. You can wear that around and people say, what's Sick and Wrong? You can be like, you want to know what's Sick and Wrong? I'll tell you. Your mother. Your mother. <laughs> Your vagina with my initial stamped on it. Um, but yeah, go to singerwrongpodcast.com slash store and buy a t-shirt today. Uh, we got a tweet from uh, at Virgin Sex Pet who wrote, your shirt needs to come in other colors to hide the rape stains. Mm. No, whatever. Interesting. Why not have a colorful white tee? Yeah. Um, also, uh, thank you people for sending in your shit story theme music. I got one in particular. I'm not going to say who, because right now we have a competition going on. Uh, initially, I said the uh, submissions end on September 22nd. I might extend it to October 1st. Um, but yeah, send in a 10 to 20 second clip of theme music for our new segment, SW Shit Stories. And you got to say shit story, sick and wrong shit story in the clip itself. That's the rules. But, well, because, you know, why else have an intro for it? I mean, you got to know what the intro is for. But some guy, I'm not going to say who, wrote a very, very cool clip. So we have a front runner right now. And this guy's going to win a very cool prize. And I'm actually going to get real prizes. Like, I'm going to uh, Wacko Bookstore. And Wacko, you're familiar with Wacko. One of your favorite stores yeah. here in the Los saying. Angeles area. But I'm yeah. going to buy something very cool. Um, that you can only get in the United States of America, in Los Angeles in particular. So send in an MP3, 10 to 20 seconds of you, what you think would be ideal Sick and Wrong Shit Story theme music. And if you win, there's going to be some prizes. Um, finally here, the Sick and Wrong Song of the Week was sent in from uh, Scott from the Death and Amber podcast. Uh, we gave him a plug not too long ago. He's also a Swarm and a Sick and Wrong fan from way back and still, he says, I've got some music for the show that doesn't exactly work for my podcast since the band is still together and touring and recording. I think he does bands that are defunct and that never got the recognition that they deserve. Seriously, they are fucking great. Check out the Beaumonts on iTunes, and I've attached a couple songs for you to use on the show. You won't be disappointed. And you know, I, I got to say, I listened to this song. It's called If You Don't Love the Lord by the Beaumonts. It's they're a great band. It's country music, very upbeat, um, tongue in cheek, bit offensive. Actually, you like them. They're called the Beaumonts. If you don't love the Lord, um, thanks again for plugging my podcast, Scott. So we're going to end the show here with uh, "If You Don't Love the Lord" by the Beaumonts. People will be back next week with episode uh, three ninety nine. Till then, take a sleazy. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked just like a whore. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. Well, I was praying up to God the other day when a voice came in my head and it did say, If you ain't into Jesus, you're a motherfucking heathen. If you don't
If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked just like a whore. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. Well, I was talking to the Lord the other day. He said, all you fucking sinners gonna pay. If you're a commie or a fag, you'll burn like dog shit in a bag. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. Come on. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked just like a whore. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. One more. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. If you don't love If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. I am a paid non-attorney spokesperson. Attention sick and wrong listeners. Non-clinical testing has suggested that prolonged exposure to the vile, obscene, unfiltered commentary such as that contained in Sick and Wrong may lead to toxic podcast syndrome. Symptoms include... Nausea, vomiting, night sweats, psychosis, neurosis, pedophilia, necrophilia, pecomana, wanapilia, fornication, masturbation, involuntary urination, temporary blindness, loss of appetite, and anal leakage. If you or a loved one has been institutionalized due to exposure, you may be entitled to compensation. You are not alone. Call Bushwhacked, Sphincter, and Grin at 206-666-3846 for a free evaluation of your case. No one is waiting to take your call.